Episode 232 of the Morning Skate Week Love in the NHL and the New York Rangers are in first place in the entire National Hockey League. This is your host, Ted. Uh, <laughs> woo! Didn't know if I'd be if I'd be here today, but the boys are buzzing. I can't wait to get into a little bit of Rangers talk after kind of an off week for them. But, uh, yep, I'm back in Nashville. I'm joined by my host, Brownie. Brownie, it's popping player. I got to tell you, I feel this is stupid because it's on video. But last week we were inverted on the screen. Oh. I, just didn't, I didn't feel comfortable. I like being on the right wing. Oh wow! I didn't even notice. Yeah, I had me. It was messing with my head for like the first ten minutes. You can't play your offside. I I prefer <laughs> playing my off wing. My off wing is the right. Oh man, I'm a lefty. I like to be on the right side. Hey, well we're back. That's yeah, I feel much more comfortable already. We have a hell of a doc to go over. Pumped about that. A lot of hockey talk, a lot of miscellaneous hockey talk. Not actually not even hockey talk. Um dump and chase. Yeah, that's gonna be some dump and chase. I I'm gonna keep my we should also do a crock pot of the week. I've been kind of abusing this crock pot. So if you have any crock pot uh what you want, mean like recipes? Yeah, if you have any recipes, I'll start doing a crock pot of the week or something. I just made some chicken cacciatore, dude. Ooh. The wife wants to do uh, soup Sundays this I winter. Don't that that could be so. fun. That yeah, that's yeah. something we can get behind. But we have a lot to talk about. So honestly, let's uh, wait, jump in. We... No mea culpas. Let's go. We don't have any mea culpas. I don't think we fucked anything up, buddy. Holy shit! Don't worry though. We just got started. Okay. Yeah, we probably already fucked something up. All right, Angel News. Here we go. <laughs> All right, NHL in the news time. World Juniors canceled, just like everything else in this world canceled. You hate to see it. Um, all these teams are getting COVID. The United States got COVID. I think Slovakia got COVID. It just started spreading like wildfire. There was like a wedding of some sort that was there, and I, I think that's kind of how it started. There was some crossover, right? Absolute fucking joke, dude, because you have like youth hockey like tournaments still going on and shit like that. And I get the whole COVID thing. I think a lot of this could have just been solved with like, oh, hey, each team gets their own hotel. I don't think that that would have been that hard could, of a thing. Could you, couldn't, you have done, couldn't you have done each team gets their own floor of a hotel? Could do that. You could even do that. You use it, the stairs and you coordinate amongst the, the schedule makers. Like you go down at X time. If you don't get out at this time to avoid elevators and stuff, right? So you go down the stairs, you have from 9 to 9.30 to get your team out of the building. It's like if you don't, right, yeah, but hey, but if you don't, you can't play. And and we would still be having the tournament. Yep. It's it's insane, dude. I think they just locked down Ontario. I think Canada's fucking closing shopping. Uh, but it's different. Like Jenks was saying, province by province is different, which is tough. I mean, it's just like the state, state by state. It is. Different, it is. You know, up in, up in New York, you have a mask everywhere you go. Down in Tennessee, I don't think they heard of them. I, I was home for New Year's, and we're watching fucking the New Year's Eve bash or whatever. And they're showing Nashville, and you wouldn't even think COVID existed. And then in New York, you walk into a gas station, you don't have a mask on. People are like... It's is it so is New York like Mass? Because here in Mass, it's different from town to town. Uh, I don't, I don't think so. I think if I think if you're in New York, whole state. Yeah, I think so. Because there, like, I I can be in my town and not have to wear a mask in some places, and go to the next town over to like go to a store. Like today, we were we were working and we dipped into this uh, little farm, like little local place to get some soup because it was freezing balls outside. And we were doing soffit vents, some of them I promised I would do them. And I'm finally like, fuck, 
today's the day. It was 25 degrees. Let's work outside. Thanks, Freezing. But uh, so we went to get soup, and the the town it was the next town over, the place we went, and uh, you had to have a mask to even go in. Yeah, it's it's the whole thing, and what it comes down to, man, is it planning? Like maybe put an adult in charge. Like it kind of sounds like they put to put the guy who was like, you remember those groups in colleges where you had to do group work, and there was always that one asshole that never did anything. I'm I'm like literally talking about myself, more of the hype guy of the group, but like didn't really do shit, but was there to you know to get the grade. It sounds like they put that guy in charge when they should have put like the the 4.0 trying to go to law school. Let's figure this out type person. So wait a minute, you're telling me that there's an international sporting event, and the people in charge are only in it for the financial gain and don't give a fuck about the product. I'm just trying to, it sounds vaguely familiar. I just can't put my finger on it. It's it's just, it's ridiculous. However, with every negative comes a positive. A few. And this was one of the funniest things I saw. <laughs> the Russian hockey team gets kicked off their plane. Why? They're not wearing masks. They listen to the loud music. And they're fucking hacking darts on the plane. So I have a question for you. I'm Go ahead, because I got one for you. Go ahead. I'm always super afraid when I go on a plane in terms of like what I can and can't bring with me. Like I make sure I have no liquid. Cause the last thing I want to do is get stopped by TSA. I have like a very guilty conscience. So like if I get stopped, like stopped by TSA, they're going to ask me questions. I'm going to admit to something I did like when I was 14 years old and be like, I'm so sorry. Don't charge me for that. I honestly feel like I need to, spend like a week with you just to fix these these texts that you have <laughs> i i like <laughs> you bring a lighter on a plane if it's in your uh bag that's ins- how is that allowed because you can't get at your bag in a plane what do you mean not y- in your checked baggage you can have a lighter so how are they hacking darts on the plane oh i assume one of them had probably had bought it at um uh, what do you call it? Duty free. They probably bought a carton of smokes. Um, my guess is Marlboro Reds, and they were bringing them back because you can bring stuff back like that. And then somehow, somewhere, someone had a lighter hidden away that they missed. Like I would never even think about trying to bring a lighter on a plane because in my mind they're going to be like terrorists and like tackle me. <laughs> How you know what you want to tell? Funny about planes. Every single time I'm on a plane, and this has been for years, I have the urge. Always, right when everything everybody sits down, as everything's calm, I've it's I literally have to fight myself. I really want to yell out just once. He's not a gun. No, dude, don't. <laughs> no, I know it's that. super dangerous and super irresponsible, <laughs> but it's like an urge. You no, know? it's it, like it's that like, nervous energy. Yeah, it's like that thing that you know you can't do, but you're like, what if? Yeah, I, what that's if why it's so hard not to laugh at a funeral or in church or or something. like you drive by a car crash and you're just like. Oh, look. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, uh, yeah. I just, the Russian team. And then you also got to see Germany all time celebration after their win. Uh, they went back out on the ice, took some pictures. It shows that, you know, it's this, important. This tournament means, yeah, it means a lot to people. Man. Yeah. And yep. they just kind of put together a hog lot. It was fucking bullshit. But, um, the, the, but Russian hey, thing, the at least, the, at least the boys got to go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they got to experience it a little bit. A little um, bit. I just that was the whole Russian thing's unbelievable. Um, so what would what would your guess be on cigarettes? What brand? Oh boy. Pro- yeah, probably Marbreds. You got to hold. Yeah. Like, gotta be, right? do it. yeah. I, if when I think of like the quintessential dart, it'd be a Marbred. The quintessential beer would be a Budweiser. 
And that, that's kind of what it is. And I don't really know how it is now because everybody drinks, like, fucking seltzers and, like, Bud Lights and shit. But, like, I thought, I thought like, growing up it was, like, Winston's, Marlboro's, and Winston's. fucking Budweiser. And if you're a Rusty Wallace fan, maybe a Miller Lite. Like, that's kind of, like, what it was, I think. That's the second Rusty Wallace mentioned on the podcast. I liked Rusty Wallace, dude. Yeah. Number two, Brian Leach. Yeah. Um, sticking with international sports, the Olympics, uh, they're not going. And people, you know, we talked about Broad Marshan last week. Andre Sequeira on the angel drawing from the Olympics. I'm disappointed. It's the pinnacle of all sports. For some, it's still business, and it's still not booming right now. And it, since it's not booming right now, we are not going. Um, I guess there are some NHL players who are looking for loopholes to participate in the Olympics, such as temporarily retiring or asking to be put on waivers. Yeah. I wonder if Krejci's going to show up for, t- for the Czech team. If you're the Bruins, you probably tell him to. Uh, it all depends on how it lines up, right? Yeah, I mean, if you, if Krejci can go get a little gold medal real quick and then come back, I mean, yeah. if Krejci played in the Olympics, he would definitely be like one of the better players, I think. If At not the best, yeah. yeah, I'm sure, sure. I'm sure the Russian team would probably have some pretty good guys, but yeah. um, Swiss. And then there was another report that NHL Commissioner Bettman's been asked to move hockey to the Summer Olympics since the '90s, but the IOC keeps refusing. Because- I get why. But how weird would it be if hockey was like a summer sport? Well, I, I can see it from a number of different sides. From the IOC's point of view, they don't want to do it because hockey would dominate the whole thing in the in the Summer Olympics. That would be you it. Think right? it would? Yeah. Yeah. What's, yeah. What do you watch the Summer Olympics? I don't. Right. Well, that's because I like hockey. Yeah, I, but, I but, but in the winter, players watch the, all right, let me that. ask you a different way. Let me ask you a different way. What besides hockey do you watch in the Winter Olympics? Um, I like the fucking snowboarders. I think yep. they're fucking sweet. Um, swimming. Like if, if the Americans have a really good swimmer, summer. I'll turn that's that summer. on. That's summer. Okay. Um, gymnastics. Is that summer? I believe that's winter. Oh no, that might be summer, but that's in the winter, like the, like the bobsleds fun to watch. The luge is fun to watch. Dude, get high and watch curling. You sit there for yeah. hours. So, yeah. But I think the IOC looks at it as hockey will dominate the summer, right? Everyone, that's it. So there's that. That's part of it. The second part of it is the infrastructure to have a rink in the summer. Yeah. Right. It, that's the ice is going to be crappy, and then the NHL players don't want to do it. Yeah. Yeah, but I think if you gave them the option, they would. They might not. Well, want this to year they would. But going forward, they say, "Hey, listen, we're going to play our regular NHL season, and then you guys are going to go over every four years for the summer." This time around, they would because the winner got taken away. If it was a permanent switch, I don't know if they'd be so interested. Yeah, I don't know. Something to think about. I, yeah. I, but I get why he wants to do it, right? Because then it doesn't fuck up any of the season, anything like You're that. Still so. money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, more Olympics. USA women's team was named at the Winter Classic. There's 23 players on the roster. 15 have Olympic experience. I like seeing that. Hillary Knight, fourth Olympic uh, time. Jenny Potter, Angela Ruggiero, Julie Chu is the only other four-time Olympians. Kendall yeah, Cornfield, Brian, uh, Brianna Decker, Amanda Kessel, Lee Steckline, all three times. All 23 players have either previously played or are currently playing or committed to playing NCAA hockey. The median age on the team is 25.9 years old with Kendall Coyne Schofield, uh, the oldest at 32, and Abby Murphy, Caroline Harvey at the youngest at 19. Now, what's our Northeastern goalie on this team? Erin Frankel. No, she was on the junior team but didn't play. Uh, she is not on this team, but two players from Northeastern are playing in the Olympics. Okay. Uh, Chloe Arad is playing for France. And uh, I should have looked this up. Uh, for France? Yeah, she's French. 
Wow. Um, and then there's a, uh, I can picture her. There's a, uh, a girl who's playing for uh, a woman, young woman that's playing for uh, Switzerland. Shit. How bad? If Carpet listens to this, I'm going to get oh, they're bo- They both go to Northeastern? Yeah, yeah. Wow, they, they got the internationals, huh? Yeah, and they're both excellent players. Uh, this Chloe Arad is really – she plays very sublime. It's really, really like the little stuff, like the yeah. edge work. I mean, she's like Bergeron. It's crazy how good she's she is. Like Bergeron, he goes. No, but I mean, you know, the little subtle stuff. I'm saying yeah. in, you know, in relative, you know. You can't, you can't get Bergeron off your brain, bud. I love Bergeron. <laughs> my guy. But uh, that was cool to see. Um, actually, let's uh, – because we just talked about the Winter Classic, we're going to stick with that, and then we'll kind of jump back to we that. But the Winter over. Classic, St. Louis won 64 over Mini. Uh, I, I didn't get a chance to watch it. I was driving 16 and a half hours, and I'm pissed because everybody said that this was one of the coolest ones that they had. Um, it was Dash 7 at Puck Drop with a wind chill of Dash 18. Yeah, it's uh, tough. I like the Minnesota jerseys, too. They got a lot of hate yeah, on them. Yeah, they were like, I, I thought they were kind of cool. So listen, Preston's going to get pissed, but those St. Louis jerseys, if you're going to go cream as opposed to white, it has to be a dark cream because that what they did is that in between, every single person listening to this who plays beer league has a white jersey jammed in his bag just in case you have to go white that night. Yeah. And the color of that jersey that's Not nasty white. in the bottom of your bag is the color of the St. Louis jerseys for the Winter Classic. But at the same time, is that not what it's supposed to be? No, it's supposed to be throwback old-time unis. It's not supposed to be beer league. They should have guys missing one number with letters falling off the back. Like it. I thought it's supposed to be like playing on the pond, and like if you bring your hockey bag and hey, but but it's always like a it's always like a throwback to like the 1930 team or the 1940 team. You know what I mean? That's fair. That's fair. Um, Those those are just those are trash. Uh, Marcus Foligno said that he thought he saw a polar bear. You should like the iced coffees. It was fucking cold there, dude. I can't. The people that sat there and watched and didn't move. Ah, Alina Mueller. Alina Mueller. There it is. I didn't even get it up on my phone yet. So, all right. Woo. Plus one. Back to even. Uh, (laughs) You wrote this down. Tater tot hot dish. Oh, all right. So this thing is. I tried to confirm it on the group chat with the writers. uh, With our wild guy wasn't answering, but Preston. Preston says it's a real thing. He goes, I think of eating tater tots. I'm like, well, Preston, in my conversations with you, I feel like that doesn't really narrow it down to the fucking winter classic. But take that out of it for now. But this tater tot hot dish is supposed to be supposedly like a Minnesota winter delight. It's uh, it's ground beef, cream of mushroom soup and winter vegetables, which are just like root vegetables, like carrots, potatoes, stuff like that, served over crispy uh, tater tots. And it was available at the game. You know when we were talking about crock pots? Oh, that'd be good for a crock pot. This could be a good crock pot dish. Should we try to both make this? I think that's a really good idea. <laughs> right? Like, why yeah. not, man? I'd be down. I, it sounds delicious. I just thought well, it was cool. They were putting cream on people's ears so they didn't get frostbite. And, like, yeah. the, the mic'd up thing was really cool. It just – Kirill uh, Kaprizov was doing, like, the Michigan and shit. It was, it was pretty fucking cool. I wish Mini won, but – and you want to know what? For a winter classic game, a 6-4 winter classic game is fun. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like, that, what's, that's the, like, what's the kid who had four points, which is the most points in a winter classic game, right? Cairo? Yeah, yep. Um, I All just right, so to... wait. This was on the group text earlier. I don't know if you saw. What's your favorite winter classic? 
Ah, boy, favorite winter classic. Probably one of the ones that the Rangers played in, I would think. I'm trying to think if I have the one that sticks out to me the most out of all of them, which is insane, is when Sidney Crosby scored. In the snow, right? Yeah, in the snow. Yeah, that was, was that the, the first one? Yeah. Like, that was just poetic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Also, have the Oilers not done one? They've been in the heritage. How do you not put Connor McDavid in a fucking winter classic? Because, well, two, eight, and two in your last 10, probably. Is. <laughs> they should they should do like an 80s dynasty winter classic. What they do should like do is they should do the Battle of Alberta. I'm sure, yeah. well, Jenks is going to rip us. I'm sure the Heritage Classic has had Calgary versus Edmonton before. Yeah, but like New Year's Day, I want to see Connor McDavid out there. To be honest with you, if you said to me, you can watch Calgary Edmonton or Minnesota uh, St. Louis, I would have watched Calgary Edmonton. Oh, yeah, t- 100 out of 100 times. Yeah. But it just it blows my mind. You have the best player probably ever to play hockey, and you haven't really been showcasing him on. You know what's funny to, to get into McDavid quickly? I because I caught a little bit of tonight's game against the Rangers. Yeah, and without knowing who he is, so you ever play like a video game, like one of those open world type games where you can run around and do whatever the hell you want? Call of Duty, yeah. All right. Okay. So when you hold the button down and the guy sprints, yeah, and he can sprint for a short time, yeah. That's what he looks like all the time. All the time. It's, yeah, it's, it's crazy. You, it's it's uh, crazy. And it's if you watch him, watch him skate. This was pointed out to me by somebody else. This is not me coming up with this off of the dome. He, um, he very his he his feet are never are. How do I say this? His feet are not off the ice very much. I see what you're saying. He's just he accelerates yeah. through his edge work. Yeah, and it's insane. Once you are aware to watch it, it's crazy. And then watch guys you play with that you think are good skaters, and I'm sure they are. But like some of the guys that I play with that I think are very good skaters, I'll watch them if I'm on the bench. Ever since this McDavid thing was brought to my attention, and I see how high and how much they pump their legs, and you watch McDavid, he's like, and it's crazy. Yeah, it's almost like speed skaters. He's so fast, but sometimes when you just put Adam Fox on the number one player on the planet, he shuts you down. You don't have any points in the garden. You know, it's, it, it is what it is. That's Norris Trophy uh, type stuff. But um, again, really cool winter classic. But we're gonna stick with a hot team, the Pittsburgh Penguins. Man, they're buzzing. They won eight straight, haven't lost since uh, December first. Uh, Rodriguez and Rust are the first two Penguins to both score a hat trick during the same game since 2018. Rodriguez wears nine, Rust wears 17. Uh, the last time a double hat trick was scored. Pascal Dupuis, number nine, and Peter Sakura, number yeah. seven. That's Fucking one of those things in sports. Yeah, we talk about it. We talk yeah. about that shit all the time. Did you see the highlights of this? They have a mini Zamboni that comes around and picks up all the hats. Yeah. And on the second hat trick, there were no one had hats left. Yeah, they, they threw them all. They yeah. threw them. Yeah. It's it's uh. So when yeah. you go to a hockey game, if you're sitting low, do you wear a shitty hat? Yeah, have yeah, to. Same. Yeah. Have to, just in case, man. Honestly, yep. like. Yep. Agreed. Um, I should put that on my bucket list. Be able to go to a hockey an NHL game where somebody throws scores a hat trick and you get to throw your axe. Think about how many games you go to. The hat tricks aren't like it's not yeah. a thing that happens. Well, if you're gonna if I'm gonna put something on my bucket list for a game, I want to sit in between the benches. I I've never Those sat down that well. Yeah, but like seeing the ice would be kind of difficult. It would be really cool to hear the players though. That's like, what I that, mean, just to hear the players. Yeah, that would be fucking pretty sick. Yeah. Um. We're going to go to Florida, Sam Bennett. He was suspended three games for an illegal check to the head on Cedric Paquette. Did you get to see this video? Yep. Definitely a dirty play. Sam Bennett, man, kind of a little bit of a rat. Definitely a gamer. He, he, was, in Calgary, too. he, he was in Calgary. 
And yep. he has a great mustache, dude. Plays great on great. the edge, yeah. sometimes over. He lined him up from 20 feet. Yeah. Like, that was like, I'm going to get you. And, exactly. And that's why I got three games. Uh, yep. I, I think it was warranted. I don't think he's appealing. I didn't think anybody bitched about it either. It's like no. one of the few times that this like came out. It's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Got me. Shit. Uh, all right. So I don't know this, but you put down NHL jersey sales. You said top 10. Ked, take a guess. I, put a, note, I put a note underneath because I, th- I thought this might be where you're going with it. Well, but- the reason I – when I saw the top 10 jersey sales, I had the same thought as you. Go ahead. Tell them the other part that you well, put under. Well, am I right? No. Oh shit! And neither okay. was I, dude. Neither was I, because we talked about that. Yes, because we were talking about Zegers. Now he like starts doing all these cool stuff. Young player, maybe this is a guy. So I, I didn't know. I didn't look it up, but I'm like, okay, it's probably because Zegers is Brownies on his right. game. So Trevor Zegers, who's named uh, NHL's Rookie of the Month for December, he led all rookies with two goals, nine assists, eleven points, and nine games played. Posted three straight multi-assist outings and a first of a kind alley-oop assist in Michigan that created the social media viral moment. So top ten jersey sales. You're going to be disappointed, but go ahead. Uh, Panarin? Not in the top 10. Really? So is there, is there not a New York Ranger in the top 10 then? I would think that, okay. McDavid? Uh, yeah, he's fifth. Crosby? Second. Pasternak? Uh, ninth. Um, shit. Carey Price? Yes. That one I would have never guessed. He's seventh. Austin Matthews? Four. Mitch Marner? Negative. Who the fuck would be number one? It's not McKinnon. He is eighth. Who's the most popular player? Matthews, Crosby. It's not Marshan. Nope. Marshan's not in the top ten. What conference is he playing? Eastern. Ovechkin. Yep. Ovechkin, Sid, and then number three is a surprising one. Uh, what conference? Western. Forward or defense? Goalie. Western conference goalie. Flurry. Yep. Flurry's yep. number. Flurry's number three. Which I feel is everybody's like. I feel bad for Mark Andre. I'm buying a jersey or the Chicago jersey is just a sick jersey. So just go one through ten. Let's hear it. Right. Ovechkin, Sid, Flurry, Matthews, McDavid. A Bergeron, uh, Price, Nate McKinnon, Pasternak, and then hanging on, Kaner. Okay, so I got I got a few of them. I, yeah. I can see why all those would be there. Who is the I can, oh, see, yeah. I can see I can see why they're all there. It's just surprising that I honestly thought Zegers. I I, w- I wish I could have found further. Like I wonder if he made the top twenty. You know, I'd like to see where he goes. And there's I want yeah, dude. I would love for them to release release the top one hundred because it would be cool to see that player that isn't like a brand name yet, but definitely yeah. has a following. That yeah, exactly. Like, that'd exactly. be kind of fucking cool. Well, like, like Ryan O'Reilly is in your top 15, I would think. You know what I mean? Someone like that. Is Getzlaff going to start getting the nostalgia? You know what I mean? Jack Eichel's jersey sales in Vegas? Yeah. Uh, uh, Johnny Hockey, Kachuk, it, either Kachuk. Either Kachuk, yeah. I mean, Adam Fox, you know? Yeah. Hey, McAvoy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the only team with two in the top 10. Hey. All right. All right. Yeah, because all, that's all you guys fucking think about. Uh, <laughs> we're going to go to the East Coast. This warm-up video went viral. These guys. Dude, this was fucking, awesome. That was like as close to old time as I've seen in a long time. But uh, I, I couldn't find it, but 
for those of you that haven't seen the video, go look it up. ECHL warm up. It'll come right up. Um, I couldn't find it. There's got to be some type of penalty for fighting in warmups. Yeah, because because all the stick work and no one no one dropped the gloves. There's got to be some kind of penalty. A bad penalty. major penalty. Because the shit that they were doing, if that they had been doing that in a game, all hell would have broken. Oh, hundred percent. Like the spearing, the slashing, like Dude, oh, like over the guy stretching over the line. Like honestly, how you how someone didn't come and just throw their ass in his face and just that's light a, him up. You want to know that's a big dick move though. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh boy, that guy. So even in beer league, job. right? I always when I go out there, I'll do a full lap. Just to let just, him know. Just to be a dick. Just, yeah. Of course you do. <laughs> uh it was the third game of a three-game series. Jacksonville won all three. Uh it was Nico Blotchman, 33 penalties in 12 games, and Travis How. All right, 52 yep. in 21 games. They fought previous game with Haugen the W. How is from Hull, Massachusetts. So a stick tap for him. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, the other guy's from Miami. How are you gonna root for him? Uh another really cool story. Brian Red Hamilton was working the game in Vancouver, Seattle. Uh, when a med student saw through the glass mole in the back of his neck, uh, she typed on her phone, the mole in the back of your neck looks like it may be cancerous. You want to see a doctor. So he went and saw a doctor, and it was cancerous. Uh, so he ended up getting that off. That off, He's good. He's good to go. And he posted, hey, I want to find this person. She saved my life. They ended up oh. finding her. They ended up meeting the hug, the whole kit and caboodle. Really cool moment. Um, fucking wild, huh? Like, Well, then the two teams, the best part is the two teams each chipped in five grand to pay for her medical school tuition. Which is cool. You yep. love to do shit like that. So yep. uh, Seattle didn't have to do that. I mean, it's good PR, right? But Yeah. And her name's Nadia Popovic? Popovici? Yeah, I believe so. Close enough. Um, so shout out to her. Stick taps. Yep. Stick taps sure. um, we're going to kind of go over a quick COVID list. The Stars, they got a ton of people off the COVID list. So Foxley, Glendening, uh, Yanni Hockenpa, uh, Haskinen, Hintz, Kibi Ranta, Lindell, Raffle, Robertson, and Suter all back from the protocol list. Is there a team in the NHL that has more European players than the Dallas Stars? I feel like every single person. Colorado? Doesn't Colorado have a lot? Yeah, they might. I just I wasn't expecting that many. Uh, Austin Matthews tested positive on his rapid test this morning. The Ducks canceled practice. Uh, just cautionary because forwards Nick DeLorean, Derek Grant, and a staff member replacing the protocol. Ryan Getzlaff was placed there before the Ducks game on Sunday. The Senators also placed uh, Tomas Shabbat and Zach Sanford and Chris Tierney in the in the protocol. And that's kind of what we have in the NHL in the news. There's only one game on tonight. Uh, I think that's kind of where we're at. Do you have anything else in NHL in the news wide before we? Uh... No, no. I was I, I got to see some of the game. I was gonna chime in on your Rangers. Oh, when we get to Rangers, you can chime in on how they're the number one team in the NHL. But right now, we're going to dump and changes where we talk all things not hockey. So uh, the other day, I went on the World Hockey Report. If you guys get a chance to check them out, they're fucking awesome. Cody runs a good ship over there. And both times I've been on his report, news is broke. The first time, it's when the Rangers decide to fire any, everybody. And the second time, it's when Betty White passed away. 99 years old, 17 days shy of 100. Icon. Hilarious, too. Absolute icon. Yep. And uh, really just got, I think she got it and was like, I'm just going to have fun. You know what I mean? She didn't take it too seriously. Yeah. And she, I mean, there's every, from every corner of the world, people relate to her. Yeah. And like, if you ever like, there's very few people in the world where you can say very few people have anything bad to say about them. And I think Betty White is definitely one of them. 
Yeah. I've never heard somebody be like, Betty White's a bitch. Like, right, 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 <laughs> like right, right. literally never happened. So um, what, what a life for her. What yeah. a life for her. 99 years, man. That's quite the run. Uh, Antonio Brown, dude. What the fuck was that? And and, and I thought really class move by Tom Brady being like, hey, listen, like wanted to get his shit figured out and all that stuff. He has a lot more class than I do because I would have lost my shit. Like that is absolute Mickey Mouse fucking, oh, woe is me. Yes. I, I was talking to a kid today who used to play for me, right? When I coached, yeah. and we were talking about Antonio Brown, and there was a kid that uh, that tried out for our team, and he was just a piece of shit. And they would <laughs> ask me, he was. I mean, whatever. I don't give a shit. I don't coach anymore. He knows. Trust me. Uh, so <laughs> they would ask me like, "Oh, what about so and so?" And I'd be like, "Who?" Because he quit. Yeah. Right. I would have loved for Bruce Arians in his press conference if they were like, "Hey, what are you?" He'd be like, "Who?" I don't know that player on the roster that I don't know that name. Yeah. I mean, fuck this guy. There's all, there's this only, there's this other part of this. So he gets, he walks off because he says he was hurt, but they said he wasn't. He leaves, runs off. He had all these bonuses about to kick in. He was like eight receptions. Let's see. Eight, eight more receptions. It was another 300 grand. One more touchdown. It was 300 grand. And like, so many more yards. It was very attainable. Another million dollars he could have had. But then he leaves. He's in this Uber with this guy who looks like Seth Rogen. Yeah. And then, he's, and then he's announcing that he's got a new single. And there are people that are that are theorizing that this was his plan all along. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. It just I don't really want to talk about it anymore because I just think he's a fucking idiot. Like that. There's a donkey. You know, you're supposed to live your own life. That's cool, whatever. But like. I was always thought the athletes are supposed to be kind of like role models. You have a lot of kids looking up to you. You have all yeah, this shit. Like, yeah. I can't imagine having a kid who's who their favorite player for some reason is Antonio Brown. He does. He that. has kids. Like, you're someone's up. dad. Um, sticking with the jackass guys, Johnny Knoxville's going into the WWE Royal Rumble. He announced it on New Year's Day. I fucking love Knoxville. He he announced it on on New Year's Day that he's joining the Royal Rumble, and he's like a hundred. He goes, I have a hundred percent chance of winning, and he's like making fun of Roman Reigns. He was calling him. Uh, I forget what nickname he said something, making fun of him, and he's like, none of you can throw me out. Honestly, it's great marketing because I would watch it. Because of Knoxville. Simply because of that. He's yeah. going to get fucked up, dude. <laughs> it's oh, probably. Awesome. Probably. But he's awesome, you know? Uh, this Jake what? Jake Paul, Dana White thing. So, essentially, dude, Jake Paul is this just is like. Hysterical. This is a I don't know why Dana White's giving, Why is Dana White giving him the time of day? Probably just because. Because it puts eyes on his, his thing, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, for, all, for all we know, they're working together. Wow. So Jake Paul says I'm retired from boxing if White abides by the following. Increase fighter minimum purse to 50K from 12,000 to 50K. Guarantee UFC fighters 50% revenue. Provide long-term health care for UFC fighters. Yep. If White abides. Paul will retire from boxing and fight UFC. Last of all, White had five days to respond and until 331 to implement the changes. That was his demands. So what Jake Paul is doing, because I, I have the feeling that he's self-aware and he realizes that a lot of people think he's a donkey. So he does this, and now he's the white knight, right? The good guy against big bad Dana White. Yeah, and Dana White comes out and says, uh, Paul can test Randley for cocaine over the next 10 years if White can test Paul Randley for steroids in the next two. Also says that Paul only fights people smaller and older. White's former counter is Paul's manager. White says he's a scumbag. I forget what he called him. He called him a certain fucking name. Uh, and that Paul can have typed up the tweet that's saying he's too stupid. Uh, 
he'll never do that. Like Dana White would never. I mean, that's a lot of money, but it would oh, be sure. fucking unreal to see Jake Paul fight Masvidal. Masvidal knocked the crap out of him. It would be awesome. Although everybody keeps saying, "Listen, I don't, I don't want. I'm not into boxing like I was." Wait, would this be a UFC fight or a boxing fight with UFC? Masvidal? So Jake UFC. Paul would UFC fight Masvidal. He would die. Yeah, I know. So I don't watch a whole lot of boxing anymore. I used to watch it all the time. And UFC, I'm hit or miss. I know some of these guys. Like, I know Masvidal. I know that Sugar Shane guy. Yep. Or Sugar Sean, sorry. Uh, and I like the guy who chugs the beer out of his shoe, which whose name I can't remember. But uh, he would work Jake Paul. But yeah. everybody that says Jake Paul is going to lose to this guy, is going to lose to that guy, is going to lose to this guy, he, he doesn't. I mean, the uh-huh. Floyd Mayweather, Floyd carried him, right? But... Also, like Jake Paul is huge. And yeah. like this is all that he has been doing for the past however many years. So yeah, you can say he's a joke, but if you're saying he's a joke, he would No, I'm not saying he's a joke. I'm saying he's brilliant at marketing. hundred percent. And like he might be a joke to the sport of boxing or whatever, but yeah. like he would beat the wheels off of probably ninety nine percent of the population. I mean, like that's just that he's a giant dude who throws yeah. fucking bombs. You know, I don't know. It's what it is. How um, much? Yeah. How much would it take for you to fight him? <laughs> Boxing gloves, right? He would fuck me up. Uh, I don't know. Not that much, dude. Like, I was gonna I, say I, like eight grand. Yeah, I, I like. I'll get knocked out for eight grand. <laughs> Pay off the credit card debt, and all I have yeah, to do exactly. is get knocked out yeah. for a sec. I'm. I'll tell you what. Dude. Give me eight grand, and every shot I land, I get an extra thousand. <laughs> I would do that. I would do that. Fuck yeah, yeah I would sure, do that. Yeah. I would just, I would go like this. Just <laughs> no, you gotta land. You gotta land shots. You gotta land. Yeah, shots. mighty mousing them, dude. A little one of these. You would never get those through. You don't think his, so? With his, with his size and his reach. I. The only chance I'd have is get inside to get and work close. the body. That's the only, literally the only way. <laughs> just get in, get in tight. So if I fucking stand at distance, it's oh, he's just peg you. Yeah. It ain't gonna work. Um, and then I don't. Joe Gatto. Is that always Gatto. Gato, he's leaving Impractical Jokers. So this is the show that you need to go watch. So I've seen it. I'm not a huge Impractical Joker guy. Uh, I don't know why. It's not awful, but it's one of my favorite shows because I watch it and I'm like, oh my god, that could have been three of me and three of my buddies could have made this show. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it too. That's how I look at it, and they're they. I feel like they're genuinely nice guys, and they're definitely friends. You can tell how they pick at each other for the things that they know they're weak at. You know. Yeah, I saw the one where they were doing bingo. And he had to oh. keep playing one bingo. And oh, like, yeah, that was it. That was at Mohegan Sun, right in Connecticut. Yeah, they they like his cards up on the fucking screen. Yeah. <laughs> and then those ladies were gonna kill him. Oh yeah, know? they've they've yeah. definitely done so. Or the one where uh, he's working at like a fucking fast food or like a restaurant. Some like corporate dickhead comes in. He's supposed to act rude to him, and the guy like texts. Oh, him knows the owner. Yeah. Yeah. That was a funny one. But. It's a good show, and it's sad to see this is the beginning of the end. Obviously, you think he's just fed up with it, just over it? Uh, I guess. I guess him and his wife are separated right now, and they got kids. And he he's big into animal rescue. He's got like five little dogs, and who knows how much he was traveling during COVID or how much he was home. And you know, he's going to be a father him. first. You know, good for him. Good so for you got to respect that. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, that was uh, that was stuff and change. Now we're going to get with the NHL's number one team, uh, the New York Rangers. Uh, here's just quick, quick little updates. Panarin's got COVID, so he's been out of the lineup for the last two games. Yep, two games. Uh, Rooney and Lingren, they returned. Zach, hey, uh, can I interject here on Rooney? Yeah. 
Third period. Yeah. Oilers on the power play. Okay. On the near boards to the camera. Yep. Rooney goes to pinch the puck on the on the PK, and Drysital just hooks him down. Yeah. No call. And I was like, if that was the other way, that would have been two. One hundred percent. That just annoys the shit out of me. That's what it is, man. All the all these teams. Let me tell you what. They 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 beat the, the former Stanley Cup back to back Stanley Cup champions two games in a row. I've never seen a hockey team bitch more than the Tampa. Oh, I fucking hate them for that. It is insane. If Everybody palms up. Paul palms up. Like there was this one that wouldn't have been a call, but the dude just laid there with his hands up. So the ref's like, okay. Was it Kalorn? Probably Kalorn. Um, no, it was he's one of, one of the worst fucking dudes. And John Cooper every two seconds fucking barking at the refs. I. <sighs> I, I don't want to feed this like into it. you any any, but uh, you know who doesn't complain on that team? Who? One guy. Ryan McDonough. You got it. Yeah. Mack truck, dude. Yeah. I yep. one of the coolest things about him is in his shoulder pads, he has a custom American flag on it. In on the pads? On the shoulder pads, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I I think it's like a fucking thing that he like glued on there himself. <laughs> fucking legend. Uh, Zach Jones. So he he's played the last couple games. Let me tell you what. I think he looks a lot better than Nils Lundqvist. He looks confident with the puck. Libor Hayax looked halfway decent. Um, but the Rangers are the first team with, to have four guys with at least 30 points. Yeah, that was right? sick. I saw that. Um, and their last 45 penalty kills, they killed off 42 of them. Pretty fucking good. Uh, the power wow. play seventh in the league at 25.3%. Edmonton, Toronto, St. Louis, Anaheim, Dallas, and Nashville are ahead of them. The Jesus, penalty kills. We really weren't joking about the stats. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The penalty kill. They're fifth in the league, 84.5 percent, trailing Pittsburgh, Carolina, Anaheim, and Calgary. Weird to see Anaheim have one of the top power plays and penalty kills also in the league. Uh, you need your special teams working. I mean, you talk to you more than anybody about this with the bees. Like, you need the special teams working, especially come playoff time. So it's nice to see that. Not good stat. They are 26 in faceoffs at 47.6 percent. Your Boston Bruins are fifth in the league with 53.8 percent. I mean, Bergie, that's number one though. Yeah, it's Bergie. Um, <laughs> Bergie's dragging everybody else with him. Yeah, <laughs> they lost to the Panthers in a 4-3 game that, that I think they could have won. It was kind of their first game back. They looked a little bit rusty, but then again, they come back and they they beat the Tampa Bay Lightning two games in a row, 4-3 and 4 nothing. Igor with a shutout. Uh, Mika Zibanejad with a hat trick in the four to three game. Did you see Gallant go at it with the referees? Mm-mm. So towards the end of the game, they're Wait, they're winning. Game? What tonight's game? No, uh, oh. this was the first Tampa game that they had. Yep. Towards the end of the game, they're winning three two late. Um, and something <laughs> happened where they were challenging who should and shouldn't be on the ice. And for some was reason. I had to have been right. There would have been yeah. no other reason. So uh, they went up and they like reviewed it on the camera, but it wasn't who it should have been or whatever. So the ref comes over, he has a green piece of paper, and he's like reading it to Glant, and you can see Glant getting pissed off. And the ref's like, look at the paper, and Glant tries to fucking rip the paper out of the guy's hand. He's fucking freaking out. Any other sport, I think you would have gotten kicked out of the game. It was it was like that. Like, and then of course, drop the puck, face off, swing it over, stamp coast, fucking goal, boom. Uh, at mid, that might have been a different one. Drop, slap shot. Yeah. So fucking Gallant's like, good fucking job. Like <laughs> <laughs> losing it. Uh, they ended up winning a shootout with uh, Mika. Had a nice little goal, but he had a hat trick in the four nothing game. Uh, speaking of Mika, six goals, three assists in his last five. Kreider, two goals, seven assists in his last five. Igor Shosturkin with that shutout, fifteen four and two with a two point oh nine and a nine thirty six save percentage. So again, the Rangers have a top. Top three, eh, top, I'll say top five winger, 
top three goalie and a top one defenseman. So it's nice to see that. Um, and then just one other little Rangers thing. I saw this thing in the post. I wanted to read it. This is about Mike Keenan. Did you are you aware of any of Mike Keenan with the Rangers and all this shit? I didn't know any of this until about. I remember he coached there. What do you mean? He coached there in 93, 94. He said that that was one of his biggest regrets was leaving the Rangers. Let me read this. So didn't, Mike he, Keenan, didn't he not go to the famously? He didn't go to the Stanley Cup party, right? I don't know if it was the Stanley Cup. Oh, no, Wait. that was uh, I was that torts. wasn't him. That was torts. Oh, that's right. It was torts. Sorry. Sorry. So Mike, this is this was what was written. Mike Keenan wanted more. He knew the Rangers were built for it too. After winning 93 94 Stanley Cup, the, the Rangers, the former Rangers coach, had his sights on repeating that year's success. I'm building a dynasty with a core that included Messier, Zubov, Leach. Is that pretty good or is that decent? <laughs> uh, he didn't get the chance, however, as the season ended up as his only in charge of the Blue Shirts. That is and probably was my biggest disappointment in my career because I felt that we had assembled a group that grew together, that really cared for each other, had the leadership, had all the talent space that we need to succeed again. I'm not egotistical enough to say maybe I could have helped win that cup again, but it was sure a big disappointment. So just one month after lifting the cup, Keenan announced in a news conference that he was no longer the Rangers coach, claiming the team breached his contract with him. The team announced shortly after in a statement that the accused breach was a minor one-day delay in the payment of a bonus, a claim Keenan later refuted. Keenan's relationship with general manager Neil Smith had reportedly broken down late in the season, and Keenan later accused Smith of attempting to drive him away from a team in a series of moves beforehand. Mike Keenan holds the Stanley Cup along with the 93-94 Rangers. So Keenan was suspended by the NHL for 60 days for signing a contract with the Blues to be their coach and general manager while he was still under contract with the Rangers. Wow. I never knew that. How you think did that I think the agent? That? I think the agent let that because they have agents. Think it's that could that be on the agent and I Keenan fell on the sword for him? I don't know how I'd never heard of that until like a couple days ago. Yeah, but it kind of makes sense because like my dad started watching the Rangers when they won the cup that year, so I was still pretty young. Actually, to be honest with you, growing up, I was a Florida Panthers fan. So at, for like the first couple years, I was a goalie. I loved the bees or whatever. So. I always kind of kind of wondered why they were they only really won one year. Like they were a fucking good hockey team. Like why that didn't carry on and carry over. Kind of makes there a little bit more sense now. So that's kind of just what I had with the Rangers. Uh, yeah, kind of dove in a little bit with the uh, with the old with the old stats. So let's say let's say this, dude. First round of playoffs. Somehow the Bruins get the Rangers. How afraid are you on a scale of one to ten? I'd say. Based on how the teams are looking right now, this minute, this it goes minute. seven games. You think it's? Uh, I don't know, man. I think it'd be close. I, I think, think the Bruins, as a group, are veteran playoff seasoned, and I, I think, think that makes a difference. I think Igor Shosturkin makes the difference. Truly, maybe, but it could be Tuka in that by then. So that's a good point. And Krejci uh, could be back. Oh, here we go. Fuck. Uh, and then. Uh, yeah, I'll talk about my hero later on, but that's what I have. What do you got on the bees? So speaking of players coming possibly to the Bruins, just two things. So Bruins Twitter is alive with rumors of Evander Kane right now. Shut up. Swear to God. So I literally Did you before... start it? Did you like no, it? No, no, I didn't start it. But before <laughs> we before we got on, I saw it on somewhere and I just was like searching everyone I could find. Nothing. There's nothing there, but that's what the big talk is. The other thing. The other big name, well, not big, but the other name a lot for DeBrusque is um, Yamamoto for the Oilers. I thought he looked decent tonight. So I was fine with it. Like, I'll take anybody for DeBrusque at this point, right? 
now I want Yamamoto, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> the end of the second period. Oh, Truba. Yeah. Truba dumped uh, McDavid with maybe a slewish foot. So so Truba also threw a maybe slewish foot last game against the Lightning with Kalorn, and Kalorn lost his shit. So this is back-to-back right. games where Truba's kind of like, well, that's that's irrelevant. I just want to take a little jab at you. So Truba and I like Truba. So Truba knocks down McDavid. It was a fine play. It was nothing wrong. You know, it wasn't overly dirty. But the part of it that I liked is Yamamoto skated right over to him, giving up like five inches and sixty pounds. Yeah, and threw a nice cross check right into Truba's back. You like seeing like Chuck? Yeah, put him on the second line, third line. Fuck you, the brush would never do that. I, I'm the same way as you, man. And but at the same time, this is the second time a smaller dude has gone at Truba this year. Uh, the Rangers were playing the Coyotes, and it was like they had a man up, and Clayton Keller was running his fucking mouth. Oh, I love that kid. And Clayton Keller tried going through Truba, and Truba put him in a fucking blender. I love how Truba does not give a fuck how big you are. Like he's no, not no. going. And he he's not going to pick on you, but if you fuck with him, right? Big, small. He should have. Yeah. So I, I agree. He went yeah, right at I, Yamamoto too. He was like, yeah. "Okay, buddy." But I was, I, I was like, I was like, "Fuck yeah, give me this kid yeah. for sure." So, anyways, that's that's the side. So the Bruins, your Boston Bruins, undefeated in twenty twenty two. Oh, here we go. I'm just saying. I mean, some people are calling him a wagon. I don't know Rangers why I heard that. Too. Rangers are too. So. This is proof, as you can see in my notes, proof that Bruce Cassidy actually reads my blogs, because I think I was the one saying put Pasta up on the second line. And I said, put Holla at center. I mean, come on, just Bruce, just call me. I'm happy to help. I don't just give me some free gear, you know. And then, so the Bruins play Buffalo, and they look very rusty. And Nick Felino on the first power play unit hit the post twice, and Cassie had seen enough, so he took him off PP one and put Coil there. Put Felino on power play two. And then put out Riley and Grizzlick at the point and went with three forwards and two defensemen. And guess who sat down? DeBrusque. DeBrusque. So if you're getting pulled off power play two against fucking Buffalo after 15 days of practice, when you're trying to get fucking traded, I mean, give me a break. So finally, the heavens parted, dogs and cats living together, Jake DeBrusque gets the fucking message and scores – Felino's first goal of the year was all by DeBrusque. I gave him full credit in my write-up, but he busted ass down the wing on his off wing, drove the net on his backhand, threw a puck on net, bounced right to Felino, tucked it home. So that's that's what that is why you hate DeBrusque because it's frustrating because he, he has, has the it. ability. He has it. Yeah. So he I'm has bad. the ability. So DeBrusque building. So after the game, they're asking Felino about it, and Felino went out of his way. I mean, it was a long quote. It was paragraphs, but he was like. That's the kind of effort we need out of Jake. So you have your own fucking teammates. I mean, questioning your effort as much as they're going to question your effort. In the but media. at the same time, I feel like if you're DeBrusque and you read that, you're like, okay, cool, I can build off this. Really quick, we're on to the Buffalo thing. What a pass by that Payne Krebs kid, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. What a play that was. To find Alex Tuck in front. Holy That was shit. the Jack Eichel trade scoring, yeah. What a yeah. pass. Like, I don't, I don't even know how he saw him there. Because it was – he drove wide and had to almost pass the puck, not directly behind him, but kind of directly to behind him on his forehand with two other. Did you still look on Tuck's face? He was like, what? Yeah, what a play. <laughs> yeah, what a was play. great play. Um, the Bruins had a funny moment at the beginning of the uh, Detroit game, too, moving on from the Buffalo game. Okay. Uh, so when they handed the lineup card, they didn't have Bergeron's name on it. And the Detroit coach called him on it. He's like, he can't be out there. 
So if you don't have if you don't have your lineup card and your starting lineup exact, it's a it's a bench penalty. It's a minor. You started the game on the kill. You would have to if you don't if you if they had dropped the puck. So it was so it was supposed to be Bergeron, Smith, and Marchand, and whoever wrote up the lineup card somehow wrote Pasternak, Marchand, and Smith. Huh. Yeah, which isn't even a line. Yeah. So Marshawn had to take the opening face, and then immediately Pasternak bolted to the bench, and Bergeron came over. Did he win the draw? Marshawn, yeah, yeah, one and zero on draws, yeah. But and then Marshawn, Marshawn got in a uh, little bit of a tilt with uh, I'm going to butcher this fucking name. Nemesnikov. Thank you. Nice. Vladimir Nemesnikov. He was on the Rangers for a bit. Do you remember when he was on the Lightning? The Lightning have this way of turning these guys that are kind of mediocre into just fucking absolute superstars. And when, when yeah. Nemesnikov was on the Lightning, he had some. He had a couple pretty good fucking years. Oh, he's not doing a whole lot. No, he's, but, he's. I mean, it's good. tough. That's a tough. That's a tough uh, forest to grow in with yeah. all the light going to the other guys. But him and Marchant were going back and forth. They got into a fight. I would give Nemesnikov took him down through. I don't think any punches landed. But then he got up. What? Nemesnikov took Brad Marshan because Nemesnikov's not like a. He's, oh, he's tall to Marshan. He had Marshan like taller, a but I thought I would have expected Marshan to like put him in a headlock and like. No, no it was the other way. And then, but then Nemesnikov skated off, going like this to the fan, oh. right? So, Marshan waited. <laughs> I think it was late in the second period. Marshan lined him up from about fifteen feet away and just blew him up. Really? And yeah. And that's what I'm saying. <laughs> He teabagged him right there at center ice, right oh, in front of Maz. Man. You knew it. Yeah. That's why I love Marshan, dude. Like, oh, yeah. He took a number. You know he oh, did. Yeah, 100%. Like, okay, motherfucker, oh, I up. wonder. My my theory is that Marshawn was fine with it until he started yeah. hot dog. And then it's like, okay. And he's like, well, all right. That's why you want to do it. But I love uh, but that the shit, scored, Oh, it's great. It gets everybody involved. The yeah. Bruins scored. Uh, they scored five against Detroit, and all five were five-on-five play, which is a huge thing. We're talking about special teams if the power play is not clicking you have to get goals and they've like hall scored his first goal in like 10 games felino in like 26 coil holla house boy no shit got one everybody's scoring and not just the top guys i mean bergeron got one i think in two games on that line craig smith has three points so all good no, they're looking good. They have a tough stretch. A uh, tough stretch coming up. They got seven games in twelve days. This might be a dumb question. Tight. Was Craig Smith a free agent pickup? Yeah, from Nashville. It's a pretty good pickup. Okay. Yeah. So they have seven games in twelve days coming up. They got New Jersey, then Mini, Tampa Bay, Washington, Montreal, but then they end up with Philly and, and Nashville. So they not that beat, bad. They beat New Jersey. They lose the Mini. They beat Tampa. You guys, you guys historically suck against the Capitals, right? Yeah, but what's his face? Hope he's not there anymore. I mean, there's gonna be some pretty good games there. The Mont- yeah. Montreal game will be fucking. Is, is that a rivalry again or no? Yeah, I think so. It's always. I mean, it's probably now more the fans than in the players, you yeah. know. But Gallagher will do something stupid. Well, that's why I'm. I can't wait for the Rangers to play the Montreal game because I don't know if you remember, but Gallagher, remember he fucking punched Barkley Gaudreau right in the oh, face. That's right. That's right. You know he's gonna remember that. Oh yeah, yeah. That'll be fun to watch. What if Goodrow put money on the board for that? Do they put money on the board for that kind of stuff? No, I don't know if they do, to be honest with you. That'd be interesting. That would be interesting. I'm trying to think. I was listening to this one Spin Chicklets episode uh, recently. Oh, I Jonesy? I, I, the Jonesy one was good, but this was like an older one. 
and I want to say he played on the Rangers, or maybe he didn't play on the Rangers, but he talked about how he got – oh, was it Bieksa? Somebody – I think it was Bieksa. He fought Aaron Voros, and he was, he was like, golfing with Aaron Voros earlier that summer or whatever, and he was, like, being a dick. And Bieksa remembered, and he was talking about it. I was like, yeah, I fucking went up to him, and I, that's the first time I tried the Superman punch. I missed, got back up, and I broke his orbital bone. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, yeah. how casual is that? The only, the only thing I've ever seen – Elaine Vigneault do that I actually thought was good was Vern when Fiddler. that got who was it making fun of BX Vernon Fiddler Fiddler that's right yeah and AV couldn't stop laughing <laughs> yeah yeah and that was like the only time that AV's ever been relatable yeah no, but again AV I know you're unemployed and listening if you want to come on the podcast we'd love to have you I bet he'd probably be a cool interview he's probably a great guy yeah he probably is but I'm, listen, there's very few guys that make it to the NHL that are complete dickheads. Yeah. One of them is trying to get on your team right now. Oh, Kane. Yeah. <laughs> I said Imagine. if he was a center, I'd be all for it. I uh, man, that'd be wild if Van King goes with it. All right. So that's what we got on the beach. You have anything else on the beach? No, no. Undefeated wagon. Go ahead. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> we're going to go into our beer league ground up. Uh, I got two games this week. Normally, I only have one game. I think the Sunday game got canceled because of the whole Wednesday night. Thing. That's an odd night for you, isn't it? Very. So we have a Wednesday night game. Wait, what's then- your plus minus on Wednesdays versus Gretzky's? Oh, I don't know. Like <laughs> it? No, he was good on Wednesdays, right? And sucked on Thursdays. Oh, I thought it was the other. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I, I don't know. So we'll see how it goes. We actually we don't have a lot of the guys in the lineup, uh, so it's gonna be a lot of ice time. We're gonna see how that fucking works out. And then uh, I got another game on Sunday. Next week, we do a workshop week, and we go to St. Louis. Oh, but and, you're bringing uh, your gear, right? You have a game. Yeah, there's a company hockey game we play in their practice facility, I guess. 10 That's o'clock sick. on a Wednesday night. So that should be cool. Um, I don't really honestly have that much beer league to really talk about. So it's kind of where I'm at on that. What do you, what do you have beer league-wise? I'm uh, sure you got some things lined up. How's the foot? Okay. Foot healed you 100%? Yeah, I'm good. Good to go. Well, I mean, I'm as good as I'm going to get. I um. I have a game this week, shake off the rush, just like the Bruins did against Buffalo. Yeah, I think there's three next week because of the schedule. But I did get recently invited to a skate that's a pickup skate on Tuesdays, um, which is literally – it can't be more than a mile from my house, Frank. You have yeah. a rent that close to your house? Yeah, maybe two miles. Oh, how nice is that? Yep. You need to go to that one. You need to become so this rink one. years ago we used to have this Friday night skate, and they had a Zamboni guy that actually lived at the rink. Uh, he was a piece of work. We called him Ice Man. He even got Ice Man tattooed on his neck at one point. But he would live in the back room. <laughs> and... I feel like how many? What is the percentage of Zamboni drivers have neck tattoos? Oh, the Venn diagrams. It's just He's one third. Yeah. Yeah. So this guy would, and if any one of those guys is listening to this, they're laughing right now because this guy we used to be there at like four in the morning. <laughs> I'm like I, I had to stop I had to stop doing the skate because I had to work Saturdays. I'm like, I can't, it's killing my whole weekend. <clears throat> this guy would we would skate for like we're the last skate. We would skate for like an hour, he would resurface and we'd go for another hour. That's oh it's sick. It was sick. He would have like all his like little hoodlum friends in the back. Like he'd move the Zamboni out, he had a couch back there. We were playing beer pong. It was insane. Cool. We'd have barbecues, the cops would roll in, they'd be like What's up, fellas? Be like, want a burger? Be like, all right, I'll take a burger. Oh, it was... who owns the rink? Ah, uh, private company, private, privately owned by some. Saratoga's rink is owned by the city, and that's where uh, we get fucked. Yeah. That's where we get absolutely hosed. That's so, tough yeah. when they're city yeah. owned. Yeah, 
a, a city runs it, and the person who runs the rink loves figure skating and speed skating. Like, there's nothing that gets her hornier than that. So, it, it, actually, the woman who runs the rink plays on a women's A league team, and she's always like, "You guys want to scrimmage?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> yeah, our lady. I don't even want to say her name. Like, I have like a couple rivals in my life, and she's one of them. I cannot. St- <laughs> Because where we live, we we have a lot of hockey people in like our community, and you could put so many different leagues in there. Like there, there's literally they had a store back in the day, but now they just turned it into this. It's it is just there's so much potential. It's just ruined because of this one lady. It drives me fucking insane. And she has a pension, and I should just have her job. She just she sucks at what she does. But purely talk. Anything else? That's it, buddy. All right, now we're going to get into our Dominic Moore's Heroes. Fans, this is Dominic Moore. I'm just going to take you guys through a little bit of the behind-the-scenes stuff here. Okay, Heroes and Zeros of the Week. I'm going to go quick. My Hero of the Week, I have a group chat, and it's for pretty much everybody in my life who's a Rangers fan, and it's fucking awesome, dude. There's probably like 12 to 15 of us, and on game days, you know it's fucking game day. Like Everybody's like, here we go. Let's go. Wake up. It's time to skull fuck, boys. Here we go. (laughs) And it's it's awesome. We all watch the games and like everybody's texting throughout the course of the game, like ooh, who we could get, like different trades. Oh, that's a sick hit. I fucking hate this guy. Like it just keeps you on your on your toes. And like when I end up going back to New York, I think that we're all gonna get together and try to go down to see a game, which would be Oh, cool. that'd be awesome. I've so, never yeah. been to Madison Square Garden. Oh I've always wanted to go. It's the real garden, it's what your garden's like kind of based off of. Dude, listen, I don't give a fuck about the T D garden. The the real garden's gone. The, what do you mean? The real garden's on fucking it's rain the down Boston there. Garden. Was the Boston Garden older than the Madison Square Garden? Uh, I don't, it probably, probably was. I'm just going to pretend like it wasn't. I'm just gonna yeah, it probably was. But was it the world's most famous arena? That's weird. So uh, my my hero goes to the Rangers group chat. Uh, get me through that. My zero of the week. Do you see P.K. Subban again? Oh, no. Did he? Oh, my God. It wasn't as malicious, but Garnet Hathaway scored a goal, went right up to him. Like almost, It looked like he was trying to slew foot him again. He has needs to beat the car out of him. It's somebody just needs to beat the piss out of him yeah, and then be yeah. like, okay. Cause it, it honestly, it sounds very familiar to like that one kid who's just really annoying when you're younger. He's like, I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. And no, then somebody yeah. punches him in the fucking face. And it's like, okay, stop doing that now. <laughs> like, I think that's kind of what needs to be done at this point. And I, I don't, I like PK off the, off the ice, dude. Everything that he does for the charities and on. I like him on the ice. Like I would have loved for him to come to the Bruins. Like, in his prime, I would love him on the Rangers. Now, yeah. do you remember he was sick in his prime, dude? On the power play, that- dance across the, oh, dragging the puck across the blue and line. He had a hammer of a shot. That thing was cruising. He could skate like the wind too. Speaking of cruising altitude, you ever have a, uh, you ever had chicken wings at a place called Wings Over? Yeah, like this one in Worcester, I believe. It's probably Wings Over. Have you ever had them? I don't think so. That's a that's a type of the buffalo sauce. It's called wing uh, cruising altitude. If you ever get a chance, check it out. They used to have one in Saratoga. Just got shut down. Poor management. You hate to fucking see it, dude. Why why do all the good things go away? That's why we can't have nice things. I will say when I saw the sheet and I saw your Rangers group chat, and I figured that's what it was, but I'm like, is somehow Ked in the actual New York Rangers group chat? <laughs> <laughs> like, are you just in there lurking, not saying anything? Could you imagine? Like, in game revoke, you're, you're a fucking pussy. <laughs> like, chirping the shit out of everybody. No, uh, that'd be cool, but unfortunately not. No, I, I did have a, I had Chris Kreider's number for a little while. Uh, I, 
I knew this one girl who like knew him or whatever. And for some reason she gave me his phone number and like, I was like, okay, one day I'm going to have to use this. And I was hanging out with my buddy Cooner and he came to, uh, he came to Saratoga. We're sitting down, huge Rangers fan. We're at Dango's. We're eating chicken wings. And it was right after Kreider signed his big contract. And, uh, I like brought it up. I'm like, yeah, I got Kreider's number. He's like, you have fucking Kreider's number. So he gave him a call and left him a voicemail. He's like, Hey, it's your buddy Cooner. Just wanted to, you know, congratulate you on the big fucking ticket, bud. <laughs> like, all this shit. And then I think we tried calling him back and it was just, it just didn't work. So, uh, uh throwback to the impractical jokers. They, there's been a running gag throughout the show that two of them, I think two or three of them have Shaq's number. And oh. they have called him at different times and they like they like get all stressed out about it. Like, we gotta sound cool if we get his voicemail. Do you say like <laughs> yo? No, it sounds like middle-aged white guys trying to be cool. It's just right. Yeah. That is pretty fucking funny. But oh. yeah, that's what's going on here on Zero of the Week. Now I can't wait to hear about yours because they look like they're fun. All right. So I have two zeros because I added one. I have a serious one and a humorous one. Okay. The serious one, I'm gonna do first. So as you know, I lived in Key West. Yep. Some donkeys got tossed out of a bar over the weekend and they tried to light the southernmost buoy historical picture spot on fire. Wait, what? You know the buoy, the southernmost point? There's a huge buoy. You've seen it. It says like 90 miles to Cuba, southernmost point to the continental United a States. Buoy in the water? No, it's it's on land now. It's huge. I don't know. Okay. So it's like a, if you it's look it up, like... if you look up Southernmost Point buoy, it'll be there. It's huge. It's like, like a statue. It's like a giant buoy that used to be in the ocean. They cut off the bottom and they dumped it right there. And it's a picture spot at the southernmost point of the island. Okay. So these two guys got tossed out of a bar and they, um, they tried to light it on fire and they burnt up one side. It's a historical landmark. The town's already, uh, there was a guy out there painting it today. They, there's a video camera right across the streets. They got, they're going to catch him. But (laughs) listen, if you want to do that kind of nonsense, don't do it in my town. Do it in, that's a fucking, what, Fort Lauderdale. That's fucking Panama City. Newark. Yeah, that's fuck. I mean, fuck off. Key West is for, if you're going to go drinking in Key West, that's professional level. That's the show. Fuck off. Go back to the ECHL in Panama City. So that's just, I want to get that off. That's like a big scumbag thing to do. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. So so anyways, my my humorous one, this is talking about uh, first world problems. So. I don't know if it's this has just been bugging me because it happened to me. We have two bathrooms. I don't mean to brag, but that was that might have been the weakest flex ever. <laughs> so we have a men's and a women's room in my house. Yeah, right. So actually, I wanted to try to put a urinal in the basement. She fucking eighty six. That um, I got a mop sink. Same same thing. Um, so she she must have replaced the toilet paper at some point over the last few days. Okay. So I was in the upstairs bathroom and then in the last few days in the downstairs bathroom. And I don't know if toilet paper rolls are getting bigger, but, or the toilet paper holder is too tight to the wall, but I've never noticed this in the past, but I can't spin it. Oh, it's stuck, jammed in there. Yes, because it's too big. So yeah. I have to eat or eat or eat or eat or eat or eat or to feed it out. Yeah. So my zero was the toilet paper holders in my house, or it's the toilet paper brand that we now have. Is I mean, there, it's very soft. It's nice. It's not too soft. But is there not a more defeated feeling in the world when you're taking a, a number two in like public and you go to wipe your ass and there's no toilet paper? 
Well, yeah, you use your sock. We talked about this. I know, I know, but like, oh, God. So, yeah, another bathroom-related hero zero for Brownie. We take big shits on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And then my my hero is Mrs. Brownie for Christmas. She got me uh, VIP meet-and-greet tickets for my boy, G-Love and the Juice, coming up the end of the month. Okay, so who's this? Yeah. So G Love and Special Sauce, you probably they're they're on that that playlist I made for you. There are some songs there. G Love, what the G Love and the Special Sauce? Yeah, that was the original band, and now it's this for this tour. It's G Love and the Juice off his Grammy nominated album. I must say, the Juice is a rotating cast of uh, musicians that are going to be playing with him. He he does he plays uh, piano. I mean, uh, sorry, guitar and harmonica. And he has like a stand-up bass, uh, drummer. It's usually just him, a bassist, and a drummer. Um, so there's a tour coming up. It's playing uh, on a Friday night coming up later this month at some place over by the garden. Um, and she got me like a VIP pass for Christmas where you go in early. It's like an hour before the show. He does requests. There's like 40 people. You hang out with him. He's a huge fan of the ganj. So it should be a good time. That's sick, dude. Yeah, and he's by by far my favorite. Con- I've seen him probably thirty times. Really? Oh yeah, I've seen him all over. What a gift! Yeah, so it was solid. And she even said to me, "She goes, you have two tickets." I go, "You mean I have one ticket?" She goes, "No, if you want to take one of your buddies, I'm like none of my buddies will go." And also, that is a trap if I've ever. Heard oh yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. No, she's yeah. not like that. She no, she wouldn't. She she and would. And actually- a nice backpedal too. You're you are a performer, Brownie. My <laughs> God, wow, that was quick too. You've you're a veteran. <laughs> you are a veteran, my friend. <laughs> so, so this will be a good time. So the funny thing was, we went up to see him once up in Maine on the Maine State Pier, and it said like, if you buy merch, you can meet him. I was so high. I was like psyched out. I'm like, I can't meet him. I can't meet him. So, yeah. (laughs) And I even looked it up. And this is just dumb luck. Because going into that causeway area is a nightmare on game nights. Bruins and Celtics, both on the road. Oh, perfect. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Oh, dude, good for you, man. That'd be fun. So that'd be a good time. Definitely let me know how that goes. Yeah, I will. And he's on the playlist I made for you. So look him up. And to all you out there that don't know who G Love is, enjoy. And the special sauce. And the special sauce. All right, cool. Uh, here's the zero. So now we have one more. This is this one. I'm sure this is going to get interesting. Uh, <laughs> three three stars. All right, Jim and Mike, thanks very kindly. A nice weekend for you. As always, our three star selectors are stars of the hockey scene wherever we go in Rogers' hometown hockey. All right. Three stars. We talked about this a little bit last week for a teaser, but these are going to be three hidden talents that we currently have and three hidden talents that we wish we had. So what one are we going to start with? The ones we have. All right, the ones we have. So my third star, I can do the Michigan. Shouldn't that be number one? I've never done it in a game. Okay. If I could do it in a game, absolutely. Like I. What, what, What flex stick do you have? 85. Huh. All right. But like if you if you give me like fucking 15 seconds behind the net, 100% I can do that. You got to try. I, you got to you know, try. I just I need to get enough time. There was actually one time in a game not that long ago, I got the puck behind the net and I pretended to do it and nobody came for me 
And I literally you were like, God damn it, it, I should have done it. Well, no, I was fucking around and I had it on my stick and nobody came for me. And I just I panicked. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like I, I literally could have done it. I was like, oh, people are gonna come out of nowhere. Like I had all the time in the world. I'm like, <laughs> and I just I blacked out. That's the fourth liner in me. So the, that'd probably be my third star. I, I'd like I would like to be able to pull that off in the game, but I can do it. All right. Well, my third star. So I didn't list like I can bartend because those are like a job, right? Yeah. Even though it's a skill, it's not really yeah, a hidden yeah, talent. I don't know if you can make a good cocktail, dude. Like that's dude, a I, listen. I I gotta tell you, I bartended when uh. When cocktail came out, I was bartending then. I was living down the keys. Basically, they stole my story. Um, I used to tell people that too, as people would believe it. But they were for every guy that would be like, Oh, can you flip a bottle? I'm like, listen, that movie is so ridiculous because all that time they're flipping bottles, booze is going everywhere. Yeah. Number one. And number two, I could make 25 fucking drinks in the time you made one dancing around with Brian, yeah. whatever. Sure. So the people I mean, it's that's the that killed bartending. But, anyways, I was a good bartender. But so my so I didn't really count stuff like that. So my third star is especially with a child. I'm a fairly decent artist. In like terms of like painting and drawing? Drawing more so than painting. Actually, yeah. uh I'm working on my wife got me some uh What do you call it? Canvas. She got me some canvases. So we're going to try some painting. I've done a little bit messing around that it's fun. Really? Yeah. I've done some like landscapes and stuff. Yeah. That's pretty fucking cool, dude. Yeah. So, and like when we were up in Maine, uh, my daughter wanted me to draw because she's friends with the kids whose house it is. So she wanted me to draw every animal we saw and leave it for them to draw to color. Yeah. So I can get a picture of on my phone of like a, a, an otter and yeah. I can draw it. That's the animal you go with. Okay. Well, we saw an otter, so that was one of okay. the things I drew. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first one that comes to mind. Fucking otter. So, so okay. I can, I can I'm low key, I can kind of draw. So I uh I was always jealous of people that could draw and had good handwriting. Because I don't have either. Oh. I, mine is just chicken scratch. Like yeah, really I don't think good. I have very good handwriting, but I can draw. So anyway, so there you go. I like that. Um I, I don't even know if this is a hidden talent, but I'm like pretty good at landscaping. Like I can mow the fuck out of the lawn, and like do you I'm do the cross cut and everything. Yeah, like I can I can do all that shit. I'm good at fucking planting flowers. Like you have a green I, thumb. I that would be the hidden talent. You have a green thumb. Yeah, I have a green thumb. I I love that shit. Like whenever I get fucking settled and get my own home, like I want a giant garden. I think that'd be sick. Just to be able to get fucking stoned as shit and drink all day and just fucking just get out there and make sure everything's fucking money. So that. I have two customers that are away for the winter, so they're paying me to, you know, check in on the house. Yeah. And they all have plants. And oh. my wife's like, oh, boy. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I just keep checking them. So luckily right now it's fine because I'm only checking. There's no snow yet, so I'm only checking them every two weeks. Yeah. So two weeks they need water, right? But once I have to do the weekly check-ins, I'm going to have to talk to her every time before I go. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'm not good at that. A little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little sprinkle. All right. So my second hidden talent is I can juggle. This is cool. I tried doing this this summer. I can't do it. So the way I learned how to juggle is I worked at this bar, back to bartending, where we all had to work like one lunch. That was the rule. Mm -hmm. And it was a bar that had this huge, huge lounge with open girders, right? Mm -hmm. You know what a, a silver shaker is? You know, the make cocktails in? Yeah. So I used to take those with limes and I would shoot them up over the, the girder and catch them in another one. 
And I would just be bored for hours. And I would do that kind of shit and stupid human tricks. I learned how to juggle by juggling limes and lemons. No shit. I remember like growing up as a kid, like like summer camps and shit like that. You'd have the people that played sports, and then you had the people who had like those like they look like napkins, but they weren't napkins. They were made out of a material, and you could juggle them and you throw it up and then oh, like, yeah, yeah. float down and shit like that. That's how I, I think that's how you learn. I think I know. Yeah, I think I need to do that. If you want to learn how to juggle, I'm telling you, lemons. Lemons. Because they're smaller than a tennis ball, and they got a little give to them. Okay, I'll have to check that out. I can, yeah. Juggling's cool. I tried learning that this summer, literally. And I think I, I think I was able to do it like once or twice, but other than that, like I can't do it consistently. No. When I, every once in a while, I'll do it. My daughter's just like, <gasps> like, <laughs> like sorcery. <laughs> but then again, when I leave the house, she went to go play hockey. She still thinks I'm going to play at the Bruins, so. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, my number one star, I can start a pretty good fire. I do the cabin method. So I do, sticks, I do sticks this way, sticks this way, sticks this way, sticks this way. And then, well, logs, logs this yeah, way. Logs yeah, this yeah. Way. And then some kindling and shit like that. I, I've been, I, f- I feel like I'm like the fire starter of the group. I'm so do you, do you do the wood or do you use matches? No, fuck that, dude. I do a lighter, but I make sure that oh, shit. Oh, I thought I saw out. that on the thing. I thought you... You were like doing this. No, I'm not that good, dude. I, I think I you need just, to get. I think I you need to get Clint. Back. My buddy uh, can do that. So maybe you should do that because that'd be a good repertoire. That'd be a good thing that'd to have. Cool, right? That just yeah. like if you have people over, a couple girls, a couple babes. What you need to have. What you need to have is a little flint, like a little square, like a yep. fire starter, and then have a knife. Yeah, and then then you can just pull out and be like, oh, hey, speaking of knives. My buddy uh, cleaned out the garage. He's got the wood stove going, and we are forging this month. Oh. Yeah, he sent me a picture of a knife he made. Thing's sick. So you I will be... Uh, shit. Like, you, you and your friends have all these hidden talents, dude. Well, I don't know how to do this yet. Well, I mean, you're about to. But, I, but this, is, this is great for a podcast. Can you see that? Oh, no shit. He wow. made that. That's pretty fucking cool. That's sick. Yeah. So I'm going to get a uh, sheep horn is what I'm going to make. Like a ram's horn is what I'm going to make my handle out of. Where do you buy a ram's horn? Online. There's like some knife company, like knives, parts. Dog. Oh, dude. He, I was like, I was lo- I was looking at stuff high and I was like, I want this wolf's head on the back. He's like, we're not doing that. You have like face paint on. You're like, no, yeah. we're doing it. And I'm like, I want a pistol grip. He's like, no, we're not doing that. Either. <laughs> no, we're not so, doing it. Yeah. He's like, you're going to get it. You're going to get a twig and you're going to like it. Yeah, no, I'll be happy. I'm going to make something like that. I'm going to keep it. It's going to be sick. What's your, what's your number one? My number one is I used to be formerly sick with a yo-yo. And I think I can get it back in, in some time. I would love to see you fucking start taking around with a yo-yo. Send me videos of you, like, <laughs> walking the dog. Is that something that was? To be able to walk the dog. I can make it sleep. I can do around the world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's sleep. <laughs> yeah. That's when you zip it down and it just sits there. And then you give it a little... And it comes right back up. Yo yo world was always good. Yo yos were cool, dude. Yeah. Back in the day, when I, I used to be on, when I was in sales and I had my own office, I would be on the with the yo yo all the time. While it was, was like the, the original office. fidget spinner. Yeah, basically. Yeah, you're right. right? Never thought of it that way. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So there you go. That's my number one hidden talent. All right. So those are our hidden talents. Super talented uh, podcast here. Um, <laughs> we're now going to get into talents that we wish we had. My number three star. I think it'd be cool. This is the one I think that it's going to be a little questionable, and this may get soupy. Why? 
I don't know. I just think that these are a little all over the place. I think it'd be cool to be able to speak another language. I think that would be like, yeah. like what's the word I'm looking for? I would want to be able to speak the language consistently. Of love? Oh. No, like <laughs> fluent. I would like to be oh, fluent. Boy. I would like to be fluent in another language. I just think that'd be kind of cool to just be like, if somebody's pissing you off, you can just start fucking just be like, you fucking prick. What's <laughs> like, better, though, is if you were somewhere and people were talking about you in Spanish, say, and you knew Spanish. Yeah. You could be like, oh, gracias. Maybe like, wow. Yeah. yeah. That'd be, that'd be, I just don't know what language I would want to know. Well, the way, I mean, the most universal language is probably Spanish. Yeah, but I don't know if I'd want universal. Like, if I could just be like, yeah, I speak Norwegian. Or like, well, I speak like Swedish. I don't fucking know. Right. Fair enough. You're not wrong. Yeah. I don't know, but that—that's my number three star. What, what do you got for number three? My number three is skateboard. Okay, back to the one so, wheel. Yeah, yeah, back to the one wheel. No, I feel like I could master the one wheel. I feel like it's 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 intuitive, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm open for a sponsorship. Um, but no, a skateboard. So I can ride a skateboard, mm-hmm. and I used to be fearless. Like there's this big hill in Framingham where I grew up, Indian Head, double hill. The only one who made it all the way down a skateboard. What's up? But you're like the, the guy from Little Giants. You'd be yeah, exactly. yeah, not a big <laughs> deal. But uh, I would like to be able to like walk up to a skate park and like drop in and be like, "What's up?" and do all the tricks. I think that would be half pipe. Awesome. Yeah. Oh wow! That I mean, that would be really fucking. When cool. I was a kid, there were no half pipes. Everybody was in a pool. There was no half pipes. People didn't have skate parks. You get banged up on a skateboard, though. Oh, my knees! I'd be crippled, but I th- still would like to try. That I would be like, fucking cool. Like if you said, like I, I looked at this as if I could get, like you're granted three wishes to have a hidden talent, skateboard. Okay, I think so. it'd even be cool to be good enough on a skateboard where you could just take one out wherever you want to go. Yeah, yeah, true. Like if you want a skateboard yeah. to work, or like a longboard to work, or some shit, and knowing that you can oh, make well, it, there, you're absolutely not going to fall over. That could be kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, my number two, I'm going to actually switch this because of what you were talking about with the special sauce. It was going to be guitar, but I think it'd be really cool to know how to play a harmonica, dude. I think harmonicas are sick. Like, well, why don't you just do it like mine? Musical instrument. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Bang, number two stars. There it is. Music, yeah. Musical instruments. Uh, I mean, a guitar is cool because if you have a bonfire or something, you pull that fucking thing out. Piano is cool. People can I was going to say, guitar is cool, but how cool would it be to be like you walk into some like someone's house for the first time there's this huge piano and be like oh do you play well not really it's my grandmother's oh do you mind if i give it a spin no have at it and you just bust out something but benny and the jets like anything yeah that would be really cool piano's fucking hard i can play two songs really i can play (laughs) i can play silent night you know silent night holy night yeah because when i was a kid someone had uh, a thing that went across the top of the organ or whatever, and it was all numbers. And you I remember the numbers. It's five, six, five, three, <laughs> five, six, five, three, nine, nine, seven. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, I mean that's. No. And then I I know the Close Encounters theme. I don't know if I know that. <laughs> From the movie, yeah, whatever. I knew the ones where it was like, bum, 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 bum. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Got a movie? No, I just, it's just, it's honestly probably nothing. I think my cousin just played it. I was like, that's cool. It's, pro- it's probably literally nothing. It's probably she just made it. So, <laughs> um, my number one star. This was surprising to me. I just think this would be so fun. It'd be the easiest way to pick up girls at the bar ever. Would it? 
I think it would be. As long, as long as it was cool. Magic. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Magic. I think there's something about a fucking card trick, dude, that gets me fucking going. And if you do it and you do it right, it's like, how the fuck did that person just do that? And if you, again, if you can do it and you can do it right, magic would be, I think it'd be unreal. Have you seen the shows like with that guy, uh, David Blaine or whatever the fuck? Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you ever seen the uh, like the spoof that they made of David Blaine of like, no. the, oh man, if I find the video, I'll send it to you. It's so funny. But I don't know. There was a great one where he did something and he had a number. He, he was at Harrison Ford's house, and he asked Harrison Ford to think of a number between one and fifty or whatever it was. And I might be just getting this wrong. Yeah. And Harrison Ford was like seven. And he goes, see that fruit there? He goes, peel that orange. And he peeled the orange, and it was a piece of paper in the skin. That's what I'm saying. With the number on it, and Harrison Ford looks at him, and he goes, get the fuck out of my house. Could you, like, imagine, <laughs> like, you're at the bar. Like, you could do that with girls. You could be like, hey, I'm going to guess this, and if I guess it, I get your number. And then yeah. all of a sudden, beep, 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 it would be hilarious, though, if the girl goes, all right, I'll guess the other six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> But I think I don't know. I think magic would be kind of cool, and that, not only for picking up chicks, but just even being at like parties and shit. Like, yeah, we got my daughter a little magic, little kids magic set for uh, Christmas, and she was playing with it, and she was blowing her own mind. She was like, ah. <laughs> yeah, "It was funny." Yeah. Cool. There's yeah. a there's this one kid that I forget what his name was, but he did a couple of card tricks where it was like, "How the fuck did you do that?" But that's my number one. What's your number one? My number one. You see it on there, right? My number one, Will Smith level dancing. Okay, so not not like super elite, but like good enough where you can get by. Have you ever seen Will Smith like with Jimmy Fallon when they do like the dances through the ages, like the history of rap or whatever? Oh, I thought you were talking about like Will Smith and Hitch, where you just you keep it right here. No, no, no. Like actually Will Smith. Oh, he's a good dancer. Have you ever seen his videos? No. So look up Will Smith, Jimmy Fallon dancing, and okay. you will be hysterical because they go through like the history of rap by dancing and stuff. And I'm not a big Jimmy Fallon guy, even you know, met him, but whatever. Saugerties, New York, is where he's from. Ah, I met him, had had a drink with him, have pictures with him. Yeah. Is he okay? Nice guy. Super nice guy, especially when he found out I was from Boston. I think he's a big drinker. Oh, he was hammered at this point. Yeah, that's what. That's and what he I was heard. like, I was like, hey, man, I don't want to bother you, but do you mind taking a picture? He's like, are you from Boston? I'm like, yeah. He's like, fucking love Boston. Had me in a headlock. He was great guy. That's cool. But anyways, look up this video. Will Smith can fucking dance. And I just think it would be really like, how cool would it be like it like a funny, awkward moment and you just break into like a perfect running man or something? You know what I mean? <laughs> and it looks good, you know, or or like, you know. Or, like, you're talking, like, let's say you're in this, like, super serious conversation about something, and I'm behind the person you are, and I just start popping and locking. You know what I mean? It would be hilarious. Yeah. I, would and be really that's funny. all it is, is for the comedy of it. And I'm Damn. sure I could learn. Dude, I remember in, like, fifth grade, we had, like, these field trips where we would go to this one place. And I actually think that we had, like, this recital thing where, like, everybody had a dance move and, like, you had to do it. And I remember being like, this is kind of sick. Like, this is like kind of like hip hop whatever. And I was like, and I think at the end of it, they were only going to ask a couple kids to like stay behind and see if they actually like wanted to learn. And I was like, fuck, that better than me. And I never got picked. And I was like, motherfucker. And ever since then, I never really wanted to. But the kid who did get picked, he ended up like that was his thing. Like he really? would just, 
he would go through high school and he would he'd be he could do whatever the fuck that he wanted. Awesome. And cleaned up, cleaned up, and it was yeah. like. So yeah, when I, I come to Nashville, we'll take some hip hop dance classes. We're gonna have to take some hip some hip hop dance classes, <laughs> but I mean that that's I think that's the podcast, man. Yeah. Uh, that was a good do one. We, do we have anything else for our, our people listening at home? I don't think so. But uh, I got to get Bo Bennett out. I got to. I was going to say, we had the Bo Bennett out. interview coming. We have some other things in the works with some Bruins and Rangers uh, flavor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I worked uh, I worked Fink's word in. So there you go, Finkel. Oh, you want to? Oh, Shoopy. That's what you were talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I want it right by me. <laughs> well, I had to save it for the end, so he has to listen to the whole thing. What was I? I was oh, I'm gonna I'm just checking here really quick because I know that we've messaged them and I wonder if they've read it. They haven't read it. I'm gonna start messaging one wheel every day until we get a free one. <laughs> and I'm gonna go day one. This is why we need a one wheel. And I'm gonna do it for a fucking year straight. We're gonna get a one wheel. Two. We're gonna have two one wheels. We want two one wheels. Not right. a two-wheeler. We want two one-wheels. <laughs> Dude, honestly, think of the content of you and I one-wheeling down somewhere and skating off like into the sunset from a reverse angle shot. Could That's you, a commercial for them. Could you one-wheel on ice? If you deflated it, I bet. Put some chains on it? No, I bet you it's like going on sand. You have to deflate the, the tire a little bit, I bet. We'll figure it out. Listen, I'll I'll tell you what. You give me a one wheel on and ice if it's at my one wheel, you know that I get to design. Remember, yeah. and uh, <laughs> and we go on ice. I will go full hockey gear, and I don't give a fuck how many times I fall. Pants, one wheel, elbows, one wheel. you better be listening to us, right? Yes, now. one wheel. Make it happen, Captain. All right, Brownie, take us away. Well, as always, in the new year, the year of the Hockey Gods 2022 with the undefeated Boston Bruins, I want to wish Jerome McGinley, you glorious, glorious bastard, wherever you are, God bless you. God bless you. Everyone. Everybody, have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. See you.